This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts, this particular series, is to support and empower you to take the steps into a process, immerse, immersing yourself in spiritual stuff in such a way that it's comfortable for you and uh, finding your own way through it. Um, I may be talking about stuff in a particular way, either through Course in Miracles or oneness or non-duality, all kinds of ways, Buddhism, but your way may be more in terms of Muslim or, or Jewish or or um, Zen, some other way. But the point is, is that you have a way that's yours. And um, what I'm wanting to do is to invite you into the practice of discovering who you are and your relationship with your spirit self. Uh, this, you know, what, what shows up in that is uh, a lot of interpretations and perceptions of that we've been, that have been passed down for thousands of years in terms of what happens to people when they're on a spiritual path. And uh, uh, if they commit themselves to, to spirituality or to spirit, what happens? What's the interpretation? What, what do we make meaning of all of that? And so this this uh, podcast is to help you kind of look at what meaning what is it the meaning that you make of this process of spiritual immersion. And again, I and I say this because I want to be clear is I call this a spiritual immersion process versus versus spiritual emergence process, in that this is a place where you are in generally speaking, in a conscious choice to choose to go deeper and deeper with yourself. See how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. See how, how far out into the, into, the, into the cosmos you want to explore. And it's all a matter of choice for you. And I'm totally empowering you to make those choices and uh, see what shows up. Uh, the, the bottom line and a spiritual principle for, you know, for most uh, sp- uh, spiritual or religious traditions is defer to no one. Know what your truth is and live into your truth. That's what you came here to do, not live into other people's interpretations of that truth. So defer to no one is a huge practice, which brings me to the to the theme of today, which is um, that we often live in a, a sense of perpetual fear of defeat or fear of perpetual defeat. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I did not have a good sense of who I was growing up. I did not have a good sense of being valued and of worth and of merit. And so I always saw myself as if something went wrong, I saw it as my fault, that I did something wrong, that I was unworthy of something positive showing up. And so I was constantly in a state of perpetual defeat. And it wasn't until just a few months ago that I was, it was a revelation (laughs) to go, oh my God, I've been living this way for six decades. This is a terrible, horrible way to spend my life. And I have choice now. I can now see that that's the case, that I'm always constantly in a state of, of being forsaken by God or being abandoned by friends or family or, you know, parents that, that state of uh, constant uh, vigilance against, um, against uh, forsakenness or abandonment. And again, in, this is, uh, we're in the moments of the uh, 
co-virus, um, coronavirus. And so a lot of us feel forsaken by God or by our companies or our workplaces that they've, you know, cut us loose and say, you're on your own for a while. We feel abandoned. We feel forsaken. We feel nobody's there in our corner to, um, to really take care of us. And this is a huge part of a lot of people's relationship with their spirituality that in the past or perhaps their past lives or whatever, they were for, forsaken. They were um, abandoned. They felt abandoned. Regardless of the truth, the experiences of, of abandonment was there. And that can sometimes be a, 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 a habitual pattern of thinking that keeps us from actually immersing ourselves deeper into a relationship of love and, and trust in a, a spiritual relationship. So it's it's a really, I found it really fascinating to get to it, for me, a core seed of truth, of forsakenness or abandonment was, in a sense, inevitable if I were to um, do things my way, in a sense, honor my truth, honor my um myself over um, the truth of someone else. I grew up Catholic. Um, it never fit. <laughs> it was never a fit for my soul. It's like um, a, a person uh, that knows themselves to be, they are in a body of a woman, let's say, but they know that they are not a woman. They know that they are a man in this this body. And I felt that way in the Catholic church. It was like, this is not who I am. And yet I tried to own it. I tried to be part of it. And it, it didn't work. And so that defeat, though, tr- you know, turned me into something that my parents did abandon. <laughs> they did say, they did, my mother, when I told her this was not working for me, she didn't talk to me for three weeks. And I was, you know, living in the house and all that kind of stuff. She didn't talk to me. She was furious. And yet I was honoring my truth that this wasn't my path. And we have this with, with in, in every different part of our life where we know what's true for us. And someone else may say, no, that's not what we want for you. That's not what's true for you. And yet we know what's true, whether, you know, some, some families grow up saying, you know, you need to be a mechanic or you need to be like your father and go to these schools or have this kind of career. And it's like, no, that's not who I am. And if we defy ourselves and live into other people's thinking about us, well, that's just part of the practice, isn't it? That's part of what we're here to look at and say, why am I choosing to defy my own knowing, my own truth? And so this coming back to this place of surrendering, I did not coming back to it, but just not acknowledging um, that um, I was either going to be defeated in um, by my parents, like I'm, I'm defeated because they're not honoring me or I defeat myself by not honoring me. And we have to make a choice, don't we? Am I going to de- defy my own truth, which creates m- as much uh, forsakenness? I'm forsaking myself if I'm not honoring myself. Um, I'm forsaking myself if I am abandoning myself. If I say this is true, but I have to listen to what other people are telling me. I have to do what other people want me to do. I have to live it the way other people want me to live it. Um, that's a huge dilemma for every single one of us at some point in our life. And um, I've many times have had to make choices for myself that I believed to be 
the highest truth for me and in the best interest of everyone involved. And I made those decisions based on that. And regardless of how much knowing (laughs) and how much I knew that this was truth for me, people forsake me, people abandon me, people turned away, people just told me I was just the worst person in the world. And what do you do? What do you do? And regardless of what choices you make, you will come to these uh, crossroads, these thresholds where you have a point of view, you have a knowing, you have a truth, you have a calling, and you know that. And, um, and you follow that, and somebody's not going to be happy, or a bunch of people aren't going to be happy. And uh, that's a big fat B with. The big fat B with is there's a grieving and there's a loss, and there's a sadness, and there's a disappointment, and there's a, an insanity. Like, how can I be doing the right thing in honoring myself and the truth of, you know, even God or even Jesus would say, this is true. This is what Jesus would do. And yet people are, 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 are forsaking you. They are abandoning you. They're rejecting you. They're turning their back on you. And this is a big, a big piece of the work of spiritual immersion of saying, how do I do this? How do I honor myself and not follow what other people are saying and be able to live with myself and live with the, 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 the way that it is? We have lots and lots of people on the planet these days that, and they have been here forever, that have been crucified and um, mutilated and, and violated because they were different. And that includes, you know, in this country, the United States, where the Irish were totally violated, or the Chinese and the Hispanics, the black, everybody, you know, in a sense have been violated because they were different. Or the Polish, when now these people are so integrated in the, into our cultures that they, in a sense, are violating or um, imposing their, their, their uh, righteousness on other people. Christians who are so, you know, Christ is not about righteousness. And yet that's so many fundamentalist Christians uh, feel righteous in their hate. Christ never hated. Christ never hated. And yet here it is, people are hating in, in the name of God. That's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. That's not new. But that place of being defeated, even when we live in the dignity of our own knowing, how do you do that? And so you can see I have a whole lot more questions that I'm offering you to be with because it's hard to be with these questions. And we don't ask ourselves these questions because it's really hard to just be with the questions and say, yep, that's really true for me. I don't want to be seen as different. I don't want to be seen as an outcast. I don't want to experience that. We don't want to experience that because in the past we have been violated because we're different. We have memories of the times that we've been bullied or, um, or disregarded or dismissed um, because we're, we are who we are. So um, we know these from the past. And at this point, we have to start making decisions on what's true now today. And that there is so much support in the world for you being who you are. And uh, regardless of whether it's about color of skin, religion, sexuality, uh, um, um, your financial situation, careers, all those things. It's like there's so much support to empower you to be who you are in that. And that's the whole point of this is 
is getting you more and more comfortable in empowering yourself to own who you are. That's what I want for you. And here's this is why I'm here, is to support you in doing that. All right. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at rosie at theparadigmshifts.com. You can look at my website, uh, uh, theparadigmshifts.com. I've got blogs and videos and books there. Uh, I have lots of books that I've written. You can find those at Amazon or um, Barnes and Noble. So um, just all kinds of things to offer you. All right. Big hugs to you. Stay well and stay happy. Big hugs. Bye-bye. Thank you.